Hey, welcome back. In this episode, I'll be interviewing Scott on how to have mind-blowing sex with your partner. I'm also going to add a note here. Um, quality of the audio here is pretty different from what you'd normally get. Typically, I have a microphone array set up for these uh, for these podcasts, and in this episode, I was recording off of a headset that I had, and uh, yeah, it's different. It's a little crunchier than usual. So just a heads up, and we'll catch you inside. If you if you had to summarize what you want to talk about today yeah. in like a sentence or two, what would what would it be? Helping men get laid more by understanding there's more to sex than what meets the eye. Okay, and what is it that men don't understand about sex? I didn't understand a woman's body fully and what they need and want or even to ask for it, ask them or can consider it, you know, it's just like you move right in and you just do the thing. So it's more about, for me, it was like, oh, wow, let's have a dialogue about this. There can be conversation. It's not going to ruin it. It's actually going to deepen the level of intimacy when I include my partner rather than thinking I know it all. Let's have a conversation and, and let me ask you what you want, you know, but also letting her know that I have wants and needs as well. And let's do this dance together, like consciously, rather than thinking I know or trying to figure it out. Like, that's it. I have these expectations or whatever, rather than, you know, being clear and finding out, having a conversation because I'm too scared or I don't want to piss her off. Like, let's fucking dive in. Let's, let's, you know, let's talk about it over dinner. Let's, uh, let's play a game of chess and talk about sex. You know, it's foreplay, I think, for me. Like, sex is never not happening. I, here's what I realized. I had this experience with a woman and I tell her all the time, you know what? I'm never not inside of you because I penetrated your consciousness. And I feel so confronted hearing that. I don't know if I'd ever say that to someone. How did that land? Um, it, it's, it's my truth, man. It, it landed. I think she understood, man. I really, really do because it is the truth because I know because the feedback I get is when she has conversation with her girlfriends and probably guy friends that she reference, references me. So if she's using my thoughts, my experiences, my knowledge in exchanges with other people, that just reiterates that I am never not with her. And it's, and I feel like that's with, Everything. Okay. Okay. So that was that was with the context of like she already let you know that like she was sharing your ideas with other people, and then you were like, "Oh, right, cool. I penetrated your consciousness." Yeah. Yep. Okay. That that makes okay. That makes a lot more sense. Like I was imagining just going up to a girl and be like, "Yo, 
I'm already inside. I'm already inside of you. And it's like, hmm, well, I don't know how people would take that. I feel like, I feel like the answer is poorly. Yeah, probably. Yeah, like I don't think I, I don't think that's the the pickup line. Hey, baby, <laughs> how you doing? <laughs> Guess what? I don't have to try to get in your pants because I already am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that might land strangely, but I, I guess then. So you're talking about how. Um, like maybe the key here is that as men we need to slow down and have a conscious conversation with our partners with the women that we want to have sex with before before the act so so this is an episode specifically for folks who are already kind of dating they're already preparing to get intimate uh and this is about hey here's how to have a really good sexy time when you're doing that is that right yeah for sure And, and you know another thing is because I'm imagining that the listener here is into growth and development. That's why they come here. They're looking for information to enhance their lives in a lot of different areas. Um, so, you know, that's who I am. And I, I believe that's who you are as well. And I, I had never really looked at advancing my sexual practice or my intimacy practice. And so I, when I started to, I realized like, holy cow, man, there's so much more possible. There's so much more available there's so much more to learn about myself and and my partner so i i really wanted to study like i've taken courses on relationship and you know fitness and you know spirituality and all of these different areas but i never considered sex until very recently maybe a year or so ago and then i started taking courses and studying and really diving deep into what's possible and it really changed me on so many different levels, man. Uh, not just in the bedroom, just how I show up in general, uh, and more powerfully as a man, for sure. Just in my everyday life, like that. You want to talk about, like, you know, chest out, shoulders back, puffy, man. Like, <laughs> puffy, <laughs> puffy, dude. Like when you, yeah, when what, like, that's definitely one area that you know feels really vulnerable, and then to kind of lean in there and take charge, like really take control of, of, of the, of the bedroom, like in, like not having my partner also asking for what I want too. It wasn't just like, Hey, I'm trying to please you. This was about me, man. This is taking good care of myself first and being in my own body while, you know, she could experience pleasure as well and, and being witness to that. So it, it wasn't, you know, I'm trying to make sure she's okay. This was about me, first and foremost. And then, holy shit, like, just, it, it feels so powerful as a man to have, you know, more knowledge, more, um, what's the word, competency? Um, more let's, uh, let's, 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 let's hit pause here, because, like, yeah. I think we... We want to make this relevant to whoever might be listening. Um, if if you had to give someone like a blueprint or a formula to follow in yeah. terms of like how to make their sex sexier, mm-hmm. what is that? What does that look like? How do they? What questions do they need to ask? What conversations are there? Or what techniques are there? Uh, man, I would. I started by, you know, was, I started by just watching some videos on YouTube, man, that was the first thing that I did was like, you know, first of all, I got consent 
from the woman that I was with that I could have, because she felt safe first, because she trusted me, let's establish that first. Probably the most important thing that I could share. This isn't like a second date or like, you know, hook up. Uh, this was in the context of, you know, a consensual arrangement. Uh, and it was based on purely sex. It wasn't, we weren't dating. Um, and it could be applied to dating and marriage or whatever. I think first and foremost is like maybe it, maybe if you're not fulfilled or if you're not having the greatest experience and you want or maybe you want more from your partner and you're afraid to ask is first having that conversation like I'd like to I'd like to play here I'm curious you know what about you what you know what your needs what your wants are I think checking in on the relationship and asking some difficult questions is important so maybe first Getting clear on what your wants and needs are. If you want something new in the bedroom, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, um, yeah I wanted yeah, I wanted to highlight then. something that you said earlier. Um, in that, you were saying, "Hey, this is not necessarily the first or the second date," um, and I think that this is probably we shouldn't step over this. Like the urgency around getting to sex for for me, at least, what I noticed was that that really creates a like this desperate sort of needy vibe. Um, and there's a lot of pressure, I think, from society, from like dating advice columns where it's like, if you're a dude, you're supposed to get laid in like within the first couple of dates, right? Otherwise you're a loser and she hasn't chosen you and you're gonna get friend zoned over time. But I think if we look at this from just like a basic rational position, like, hey, what's more desperate? like chasing after her for sex the entire time and asking her and asking her and then trying to make a move and trying to make a move or you have so much abundance of sex in your life that you're not in a hurry to get to it right which of those behaviors is going to be more representative of someone who has options and therefore is more attractive so dropping that urgency is kind of a big thing and the more rust and pressure she feels around having sex, the less likely she's actually going to be like taking you up on that, unless she's like equally desperate, which she isn't. She just isn't. Women have a different economy of sexuality. Like that, she's got like ten, twenty, a hundred times more people chasing after her. <laughs> yeah, man, so. I couldn't agree more. Yeah, that. Yeah, that great point, Robin. Definitely not stepping over that, and you know that kind of. It makes a ton of sense to me. That was my experience as well. Uh, yeah, women have choice. We, not that we don't, it just feels, maybe it feels like not so much. Um, but yeah, definitely. Uh, and, and that was my experience, like I said, like getting to know someone over time, slowly, you know, that's like foreplay. And there is no, what is the rush, man? Actually, I used to be, my MO used to be coming hot, man, super hot, like, I want to know everything, like, I'm love bombing people, and, you know, that's super unattractive, and not very healthy, and I needed to take a look at that, so, uh, for sure, you know, women don't have, or aren't in a rush, they, they prefer, in my experience, you know, taking the time, and then, that only enhances the uh, the experience of sex when it does happen.
Yeah. Yeah. I think a lot of women enjoy the tension and anticipation of it. Like, and there are a couple of things I want to comment on because this is also, in my opinion, really important. Like, again, women, if you're listening right now and like, you're like, mm, well, why, why shouldn't I come in hot? Why shouldn't I get to sex? Or like, like, okay, she wants this thing, but why is it important that I take my time? You have to imagine again that she's got like a hundred thirsty dudes chasing after her. What are they likely to do? Hey, you're so hot. We should hook up and bang right now, right? Mm. She's she has so much of that. She's looking for something different at this point, right? If you've had like fucking frosted flakes every single day for like two years, what you want is maybe some cocoa puffs, or I don't know. Um, so she's looking for the thing that stands out in this situation. And the thing that stands out is the dude that is not in this hurry to like immediately escalate very, very, very quickly. The other thing that I want to note here is as I look at my own behavior in dating, when I do try to escalate fast and I'm just like equally love bombing, it's because I'm terrified of being rejected because feeling, feeling rejected fucking sucks and it hurts. And sometimes it's hard to resolve. And so if I express enough interest in this girl, maybe, maybe, maybe she'll express that interest back me. And that's the hope in my head unconsciously. But the minute I can drop that fear of rejection, um, that neediness goes away. And I think that that's a really important piece and a building block to what Scott is discussing here. But what are your thoughts on that, man? No, that, that definitely, uh, I think that definitely makes you look more attractive because you're differentiating yourself from all the thirsty dudes. All the thirsty dudes are doing the thirsty shit, man. And you're over here, like, being different. And she can feel that. You, you know, like, wow, this dude is different from all these other guys. And I'm imagining that most guys are, you know, like you said, like, coming in hot, like, trying to get to that place through fear. And I know for a fact that a woman can feel the difference between that confidence and that, that, um, that energy is different only because I've been informed and told that like, and so that's nice to hear from a woman too. Cause she's going to let you know, you know, she's going to drop either some subtle hints or she's just going to come right out and say like, you know, you're different than all these other guys, I, at least in my experience anyway. And, uh, yeah, I do want to show up differently. I don't want to be a thirsty fucking guy. I want to. I want to be a you know a high value man that shows up like you know like a powerful man, and again, like that's a whole different energy than a thirsty energy for sure. Um, yeah, and I got some feedback too. It was like it was really great. Like to say, you know, typically I date men who are taller than you. She goes, but your the way you show up you're taller than any man I've ever dated or something to that effect. Oh that, shit. <laughs> yeah, dog. And that just had me like, Hey, you know, I, I'm paying attention. I'm paying attention to what she's saying because I want to continue to show up more powerfully in that way, especially because there are other sharks circling the, the water, you know? So I wanted, I wanted to stay in relationship. I wanted to stay, you know, I wanted to differentiate myself. And that's kind of to segue into why I started to learn more, why I started to study with these, it was mostly women who were teaching 
women about their sexuality, their inner goddess, you know, how to show up more powerfully for themselves. And I wanted to understand that. I wanted to understand and know more because I hadn't studied sex ever uh, in intimacy. And that just took it, that just took my, my attractiveness to a whole nother fucking level. I'm imagining the majority of women aren't experiencing intimacy in the way, in that way. What do you you think is the thing that you learn from those studies and those women that like the average dude should probably, they would really want to know that because it's like this deep fucking thing, but like, we're just not present to it. There you go. Great question. Super great question. And And it was about presence. Like first and foremost, me being in my body and in my pleasure, but then also learning what what a woman wants from a woman. I to study more about the vagina. First of all, I thought I knew. I didn't know. I didn't know what was possible there either. <laughs> yeah, man, I learned a lot about a vagina. There's a lot going on there, man. There's a lot going on, and then just. Like I mentioned earlier, more of a ritual. Um, And then I think another big piece for me was not having an expectation. Like setting up the container, music, oil, um, flowers, you know, just really having a beautiful space set up. And then setting context like, hey, I don't have any expectation. This is some of the time. This wasn't just like a quickie. This was more like an experiential thing that I don't think a lot of men provide for a woman. It it was just this, it was probably a half an hour to 45 minutes of foreplay, intentional. Setting, setting, expect, setting context that there's no expectation of you orgasming and this isn't for me. This is for you to experience whatever you'd like. We don't have to have sex after. And we can also, and I'd also like to um, have a dialogue after to know how that, you know, what your experience was, you know, just to, and it was interesting, man, that the, the less pressure that she felt the more she could show up, the more she could surrender, the, the more fully she could experience her pleasure. And I was over here in my pleasure and in my body experiencing her, but this wasn't me just giving to please her. This was me doing this first and foremost for myself and allowing her the opportunity to have her experience as well. I think I think you you hit on some really profound stuff there. Um, like first and foremost, when I hear you describing the space that you're creating with her and for her, um, it reminds me of like a professional like coaching space or a therapy space. The the entire idea in those containers is how to make this as safe as possible. Um, and I want to expound on that because Scott mentioned that the the consequence of this is hey she had. Uh, more pleasurable time, more explosively orgasmic time than ever before because of this thing that I built for her and with her. Um, And the reason for that is, 
like it's really easy for i think all of us to get into that performance mode right like to rush and like i want to get this person to, to get off like um i want her to come a bunch that's that's usually where i come from it's still something that's there in the background for me but inside of that we begin to sort of dissociate from what's actually happening um like if i'm stuck on my agenda and what i think i should be doing i'm not actually there with her like fucking her i'm fucking whatever obligation or work or job or the commitment i have you know and it's it's easy to be like oh i just gotta pound her until she comes and it's like but you know that's not very fun and i've certainly had relationships like that where it's like that was what i was doing and she would get her rocks off but it wasn't it wasn't a good experience like if you want like sweaty like where you're like melting into the other person like like uh like like every stroke feels like okay i'm like i could come right now but it's still going it's still going um that kind of sex can only come from when we learn to drop the agenda and the performing and just get really, really present to like, what would feel good for me in this moment? What do I want to do? What does it look like she wants? And interacting with that, there's like a dance back and forth between my energy and the shared energy. It's never about me being catering exclusively to hers. That's weird. But if I can stay here and in the middle, that's where the beauty of sex lies. And to Scott's point, hey, I have to be able to be present for this. And that means noticing when I have an agenda, when I'm like, oh, I have a job to perform, when I have some expectation of myself or her. And if I can leave that at the door with the container that Scott just brought up, that makes a lot more breathing room possible. Like imagine, imagine going to like your job interview and they were like play play as hard as you can for like 15 minutes do it now like are you going to have fun like are you going to be able to play no you can't you can't but if it was like hey you know just show up however you want like i don't you're, you're probably going to get the job regardless of you know what you do here like just show me who you are in which instance are you going to show up more powerfully probably the second and that's what we're that's what we're talking about right here um, but I want to pass it back to you, man. Do you have any like additional thoughts or things to say about this? Yeah, yeah. When I'm listening to you speak, man, play, play as hard as you can. Like, that's that feels like you know the fast. Let's get her rocks off. You know, I think a lot of us men have been informed by pornography, so that's what that feels like. Performance based. This is slow, way, way. I mean, slow, way the fuck down. Where you're, you might be inside of her and not even moving, like, you know the slowing way, 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 way fucking down was a game changer for me. And then also, like setting context. Like I'm going to create this experience for you and being very, like, very specific, you know, with room, but letting her know so she could just soften and relax and receive, I think is a big deal for, for most women. I really do. Because I think they've also been taught that, you know, their job is to please the man and they always have to be on and, you know, yeah, what, yeah. So what I noticed was, or what I would add is slow way the fuck down and spend a lot of time just exploring one another. Like I felt like her skin was 
unending. Like there, I couldn't possibly explore every inch of her body because every time I got to a, a space, there was just more. And I was like, wow, this is fucking cool. I'm like, I'm like this, I'm like Michelangelo, man. I'm like this beautiful artist and she's this beautiful canvas and I get to paint all over her. What's the hurry? Why would I be in a rush? Like mm. when I slowed way down. So if I could tell men anything, slow way the fuck down, man. Because we're used to, nothing wrong with a quickie. Quickies are great too. Um, I just liked the experience of foreplay lasting for, and women need this too. You want to, you want a woman to be, soaking wet dripping just wanting you craving you begging for you and foreplay is an all-day thing with texts i think we mentioned this in a previous podcast you're sending text and you're flirting uh and then when it comes to the actual you know intimacy part when you're in the bedroom or wherever you are on the kitchen table or on the floor like just Take your time, man. Go slow. Uh, don't be in a hurry. I think that's what I would add. Dude, yeah. What you just said, like, hey, like, look, look, look at this banquet that I've got in front of me. Like, why would I, why would I try to stuff an entire turkey down my throat and then try to leave as fast as possible? Don't I want to slow down and just sample this thing over here and like maybe i'll grab a grape and have some wine but i'm i'm not in this to like like just fulfill like my hunger and then leave i'm here because i want the experience of it i think that's really important and i also want to expound a little bit for for you the listener um on hey we've been saying slow down quite a bit what do we actually mean by that how do i do that um and for me, what can be helpful is I, I literally stop. I stop moving. I close my eyes. I slow down my breathing. And as I'm doing that, I'm allowing for certain processes in my head to expire, like that urgency, that agenda, my own expectations, any shame that I might have. Mm. And I sit there and I just slowly breathe. And I feel how I feel in my body until I reach a point where it's like, oh, I feel free. I feel good. And from that space, I'm, I'm slowed down enough to like really actually be present with this person rather than running a program that I was taught to him. How about you, man? What do you do to slow down? Yeah, exactly. Rob, when I was listening to you say what you said, it felt like a meditation. And that's exactly what it feels like. That's what it feels like for me. I notice when I'm starting to leave my body, when when I'm getting, you know, like overly excited and, you know, I, I'm not present. And so it is. It's taking some deep breaths, slowing down, coming back into myself. Uh, yeah, I'm, it is. It's like a, a meditative experience. And, and also for me, it really like helped me to oh, what's the word I'm looking for man like I, yeah, I think just to, to stay with what you were saying man it, it is I slow down by slowing my breathing down by you know just coming back to the present moment getting out of my head you know it's a practice and that's what I do in meditation when I'm sitting I notice my thoughts they take me away 
from the present moment, then I come back. So it's in what I will add is that I kind of gently float my awareness back to my body, not jerk it or yank it or pull it really quickly. It's like, hey, it's okay, man. It's okay. Just relax. Ah, come back to here. Okay, cool. Yeah, this is good. Like, not making myself wrong for anything. Is that yeah. Yeah, that's huge, man. That's that's a really big, important point to know. Um, and I, I also just want to, okay, so I want to break it down. What have we said so far? Part of it is ritual. Um, I am taking time to make this into like a sacred space. I might be lighting candles. I might be putting down rose petals. It's got to be important to me. And to, to some extent, I'm doing this for the shared energy of the space. So I have this container and I'm also talking with her at the beginning. What are you interested in? What are you afraid of? What do you want? What do I want? And how do we co-create something pretty juicy here? You mentioned also, hey, foreplay is an entire day, like all week. As long as I know you, I'm going to be foreplaying with you kind of experience. Yeah, man, for sure. Which is, which is excellent, I think. Um, and so you're building tension the entire time that you're with her, right? You're hinting at things, you're whispering things in her ear, you're giving her like gentle touch, kind of running your fingertips along the inside of her forearm. You're doing stuff to turn her on yeah. gradually over time. And you're not, you're taking your time too. The other thing that I think we covered off on was take time, slow down, be present for the banquet. Otherwise, it's a waste. You're not a McDonald's, right? <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> yeah this isn't about a snack man this is about a this is like you said this is about a feast with your queen you know mm. Mm. yeah and so i think this is this is already like a lot of great information um did we leave anything out in terms of like how you'd like to approach this i just i think oh, this may sound really foreign and weird and odd to most men uh and, and the only thing that i would say is you know you have to be willing to say you have something to learn like that you don't know every in, in an infinite universe where there's so much possibility in my experience as a man a lot of women would like to have these types of experiences and they're afraid to ask for what they want for fear of hurting your ego and this isn't about ego man this is about putting your ego aside and really admitting you don't know everything there is to know about sex and what i did know was super limited and i only began to scratch the surface of what was possible my consciousness, my, my awareness, my understanding was elevated to the umpteenth degree. And I had just scratched the surface, like I said. So, men, I know men want more sex. So listen up here. You, you have something to learn, possibly. And if you want to have more sex in a deeper connection with your partner... I believe that this is one of the routes you can take. So I would just kind of leave it there, man. There's lots, there's a lot of women out there and men 
that are teaching. There's free resources on YouTube. One of the women I studied with was Layla Martin, who is a PhD, and this is what she does for a living, teaches intimacy and sex and tantra. Like, dude, that shit is real. Like, I got to experience a little bit of tantra. Like, poof, bananas, man. Fucking bananas. So, dudes, you want bananas? You want banana sex? Crazy, wild, insane, awesome. And I, I'm guessing I got your attention. Then here you go. Here, I'm serving it to you on a fucking platter, brother. You want to get laid, and it's not just getting laid, man. It really isn't. And you know, we we can try to dress it up and and make it real pretty, but ultimately, it is man. We're having more sex. We're having more intimacy. We're having deeper connection. We're having more fun, man. We're growing. We're developing, and it's never ending. I believe it's never ending. I think the depths in which you can go inside of sex and intimacy are unending. And I'm down for that, dude, because what happens? I've been married twice. I've dated before. It gets fucking boring. She gets bored because, and, and it's like moving on. Like you said, she's got 150,000 other guys in her DMs. <laughs> fucking super thirsty. And, and it's good. Yeah, so, dude, you got... I wanted to stay on my fucking A game all the time and show up as powerfully as I could um, and be as sexy as I possibly fucking could. And I feel like I did. So that's what I would say to men. You want to be powerful, sexy, show up strong, have your woman fucking begging for more? There you go. Talk to Scott. Just hit him up. <laughs> hit me. Yeah, I'm not kidding, man. I, I Hit me up. I will share what I have learned with you. I would love to actually... I got a message from one of my partners who said, Scott, you need to be teaching men this stuff. Men need to know. And uh, I'm available for that, man. Yeah. I want to, I want to pitch in here a little bit. Like one thing that starts to happen when you get very good at sex is that you start getting referral sex, which is something that I didn't think was like a thing. Like I thought women were too jealous for that, but when you, when you blow her mind so <laughs> thoroughly enough, there will arrive a point in your dating path where she starts referring friends over to you because the sex is just like too good to not share. Mm -hmm. um, if you want that, then this is this is really what you want to be paying attention to and i will say that like hey we broke down a lot of different things and it might sound super straightforward but there's also stuff in the way there like for example the, the thing that immediately comes to mind for me is how okay am i with the discomfort of being turned on but not having someone to have sex with if you don't turn to porn what's there is like for me sometimes like oh shit, i have to get rid of this energy like mm. it's like the fuck do I do? And it feels bad. And that's the reason why I'm in such a hurry to, to like, to, to fuck and to come. And then the minute that I learn the practice of, hey, how do I use this energy? How do I turn this into something amazing? How do I learn to enjoy this? That's when you're going to be able to do all day foreplay. That's when you're going to be able to slow down and savor this. But if you can't stand with that discomfort, you're going to blow your load as quickly as possible because that's the more comfortable choice. I think that's all I have to say about that. So any other thoughts you have in closing, man? No, that makes sense to me, man. Cause I think of the way that I've masturbated in the past, man. And it's just like, you punch one out, man. Super cool. <laughs> like, right. Dude, how many guys out there 
slow down, maybe light some candles, you know, get some oil, you know, really get intimate and take time with themselves. I'm guessing not very many. I've done it a few times. I haven't done it a whole bunch. Uh, yeah, it's true. You know, how we have sex is probably how we've been masturbating and things like that because we can't be with that energy. And what I what we're talking about here is like something that is, you know, it doesn't have to come to an end. Like being with that energy, it does, doesn't matter if you have an orgasm or not. It doesn't matter if she does or not. It is about the journey. There's no destination. Like, I come, cool. If I don't, cool. You know, if she wants to, cool. If she doesn't want to, cool. Like, let's just go on this journey together and see what we can experience inside of this, you know, this container that we've created. And I, I noticed when when a woman feels safe and can surrender, like the possibilities are just endless. So yeah, man, take your time, slow down. Maybe uh, when you're masturbating, take a little bit more time. Don't use porn, use your imagination. You know, like uh, that's something I've been practicing, not using porn and just being with myself and my experiencing and not having to get rid of that energy. Yeah, that's some conditioning in us too, I think. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I feel like there's a, a note of shame there for me. Uh, definitely deeply tied with sex. And I think that has a lot to do with like that urgency as well. You know, I got to get out of the situation quickly because I'm compromised. I'm doing something that I shouldn't be doing, whether it's masturbating or having sex with someone. Like it's, you're not allowed to have sex in public. It's like, this is this dirty, shameful thing. You got to hide. You got to you gotta buy a hotel room and hide away where no one can see you. Draw the curtains because sex is bad. And I think we, we all like unconsciously sort of download it that way. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you want to be, if you want to set yourself free, take a moment. Call up Scott. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I've had lots of sex outside. Lots of like here. Here's what I'll do: not be concerned with the good opinion of others, because a lot of what we have, all that shame, like you were saying, Rob, saying for me was based around, like I was raised Catholic, I was raised Italian, I was, you know, there's a lot of guilt and shame built into those two things alone, and then what our society tells deems is is acceptable, like. Like, I'm like, fuck you and fuck that. I get to determine what is as it pertains to everything. And especially when it comes to sex. And that set me free, man. So, yeah, hit me up, man. Let's work on freeing you from your conditioning so you can explore what's possible inside of sex and intimacy. And I don't think you'll be disappointed. I surely haven't been. Oh, yeah. All right, I think that's that's probably a big enough of a download for one day. We provided enough quality information. Um, so we're going <laughs> to we'll be coming at you next Thursday, 8 a.m. Pacific. Uh, hope that you got something huge out of this episode. It'd be really hard to not. Um, love you. Yeah, I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Appreciate you, and uh, have a, rest, a great rest of your day, morning, evening, afternoon, whatever it is, wherever you are. Peace. Peace.